0: This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast.
1: What the hell are you doing here? Yeah, it could be their last Thanksgiving. Someday, you're going to have to deal with real questions. And either you're going to come on a show or you're going to do it, but you know what? We may go back to old school. And maybe the questions will come find you. Here's Jerry Callahan. All right, now we know know
0: the first thing uh, President-elect Joe Biden is going to do when he ascends to the office of the president in uh, late January. We think if all these... uh, Lawsuits fail, and uh, we are, f- and he is forced to, and Trump's forced to concede. We're going to get Joe Biden, and Joe Biden's going to forgive the debt of all the deadbeat students, all those, all those mm. economics majors from BU who are, are <laughs> took out these massive loans. That it, it's cool; you don't have to pay it back. We'll we'll make all the the working class folks out there.
2: He's talking about me. I have a lot pick of student, student loans. The pay bill off.
0: for you, also Biden. Uh, while he was getting that foot massage from the media, and you got to watch these press conferences. sometime. it's amazing. They are just fawning over the man. They are just so happy. Refused to condemn Antifa oh, and Black Lives Matter. I mean, real violent uh, political organizations. I remember. I'm I'm old enough to remember when a president was forced to condemn the bad the bad people who supported him. But but no more. Uh, we get more stories of hypocrisy. From our leaders who are demanding you a lockdown for Thanksgiving and demanding that uh, we don't celebrate Christmas, but rules are for us, not for them. Uh, I have a couple of a couple of sports questions. My man Kurt Schilling's heading to the Hall of Fame, which should be fun. And uh, it looks like it might be end of the road for Drew Brees, and I'm wondering, is this how it's gonna end? for tb12 is this how it's going to end for tom brady we'll get into all that on the callahan podcast brought to you by dcu why do dcu members love their free checking accounts it's simple no monthly maintenance fees no minimum balance no strings attached what's better as with direct deposit to their free checking accounts, DCU members can get paid up to two days early, zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They'll even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right. Colin is here. Alex Rima is here and he's the perfect guy to be here because I'm sure he's got student debt and we're all going to have to, uh, pick up the tab for Alex as he, uh, as he defaults on his uh, obligations. But I have a question first for you guys for, and I'm sure before Colin a, uh nods off and takes his morning nap. And before Alex gets a little riled up a sports question, a, a dumb one, irrelevant one, but I'm watching a sports center a few minutes ago and this story comes on and it's just uh, you know, routine James Harden rejected the Houston Rockets right. offer of, contract extension two years and 103 million <laughs> they yeah. offered him 51 and a half million a year and he rejected it is that the going rate now are, the, are guys i mean i've been paying attention to the to the woke nba i was like most of america i bailed this year on uh you know this the the, the nightly tribute to black lives matter and other violent marxist organizations i skipped most of the summer's nba action but is that the update rumor that guys now make 50 million a year? You sound
2: happy this morning, Jerry. Good morning.
0: Thank um you. Just a simple question. We're going to move on. We're not going to talk. You know, I know it's not overnights on Whatever uh, CBS Radio or whatever you do, but what do you mean? Whatever you know, what that is, you listen to it is for it years, driving into work. Yes, CBS Sports Radio. Have you, you know done this is? James Harden story lately on? CBS? I will.
2: I will next week when I'm in for some of Thanksgiving week. Hell yeah. Um, for a guy like Hard, Jay Hard as we call him in the Jay biz. Uh, yeah, he's 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 my guy. He's worth it. No. Uh, yeah, that's the every year it gets more and more, but. With these NBA guys, you see it, Jerry. If they have their heart set on going elsewhere, you can offer them all the money in the world. As evidenced by the Rockets, they'll say no. He wants to go to the Nets. Wouldn't that be a fun team? James Harden, Kyrie, Why? Durant. Yeah, but
3: you, can't like, you can't be like laughably more uh, you know, more valuable than the next guy, right? Because I think Steph Curry makes somewhere in the forty five range. So what is he trying to pull off? Like fifty five million a year, ten million dollars more a year than Steph Curry? I mean, statistically,
2: Harden is the best scorer in the league and has been for three years. But, yeah, that's an absurd amount of money.
0: But he's not as good as LeBron, right? What is LeBron no. making? Uh, what would Michael Jordan be making? I mean, honest to God, $50 million a year. What is what is life like for a guy making $50 million a year? Uh, and I, I wonder I mean obviously the ratings were in the toilet obviously Adam silver's already or has already promised no more of that political stuff no more BLM written on the court no more slogans tributes to uh, you know to, to victims of systemic racism on the jerseys so they know that they would over the top mm-hmm. overboard with the. Right. In your face, political messages and it messages backfired. like
2: messages like vote on the back
0: of the jerseys was very right. divisive. No, no, for me. That's unless you're stupid, you know, that means vote for Biden, that means vote for oh. uh, you know, our guy, not the right. other guy. But just uh, just a quick question, then. And, uh, and uh, I, I'm just I didn't know it got to that point where guys were making or oh, rejecting offers of 50 million. A year. I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna have an easy time, you know, sitting out. This season, at least for a while, to see how the NBA to see how things unfold, it just they just seem so out of touch. These guys, these these pompous asses like LeBron. By the way, has LeBron said anything yet about the concentration camps in China? Is he still you know looking into it? Steve Kerr has he spoken out about the concentration camps in China, or is he waiting, waiting to uh, form an opinion? Just They're all curious. getting
2: ready for the draft tomorrow night. Are you ready? Are you, ready? Are you gonna be locked in?
0: Oh, is the draft tomorrow night? No, I, I, I used to so. really into it. I used to do mock drafts and everything. But
2: no, you did. When did you do NBA mock drafts?
0: Uh, when, when I was younger, I covered the the Celtics. Oh, okay. Yes, and it was, for what, was time, best, what Was your best? Was your best glory days? My first road trip as a sports writer was eight days in L.A. because it was two three two. So the Celtics played two at home. And then three in in LA and it was, it was, it was a wild time. It was a wild time to see you. And we stayed in the same hotel as the Celtics and you'd see, you know, Larry Bird walking down the hall and uh, Larry Bird would pop. There used to be a media lounge in the LA airport Marriott and Bird would come in and grab a beer and say hi and, and, and walk up, grab a couple beers. And uh, you know, sit there and shoot the shoot the crap with everybody. He was a, a different time. I don't think James Harden does that. I was going to
2: say, do you think do, do you think Kyrie Irving uh, does that regularly? I <laughs>
0: know, <laughs> definitely not. Although he might, you know, steal some beer from the press, he doesn't sit and chat with them. Uh, how about this? Another quick sports question. I'm ready. Many, this is good. I, I just read up on Drew Brees' uh, injuries. Yeah. And, Here's the amazing part. As you probably know, two broken ribs on one side, three on the other, and yep. a punctured lung. Yes. Now, that sounds bad, but consider this. The two broken ribs he suffered Sunday when he took that vicious hit, clean hit, by the way, and, and he suffered two broken ribs. The three on the other side, he suffered last week right? <laughs> and didn't even get like treatment and played and, and started and was ready to go with three broken ribs, but it feels like, I've said this all along, it, this is how it's going to end with Brady. He's going to have something, broken ribs or some injury, and you just don't heal up like you used to, even if you're superhuman like Brady. This feels like Breeze, this will be that day, that injury, that, that moment where you say he never really recovered from that. Even if he comes, I mean, I mean sure, he'll come back, he's going to try to play, but he'll never quite be the same. It's that's That's how it works.
2: No, I mean, it's, it's crazy that he threw a, a touchdown pass late in the second quarter Sunday with these broken ribs on both sides of his body. It was pretty unbelievable. But I agree, Jerry. And Breeze has
0: been uh, declining
2: this year anyway. He can't throw the deep ball at all. Um, so I think this was happening anyway with Drew Brees. Now it's James have, Winston in the Saints. And
0: they have pretty capable backups in uh Winston and uh, Taysom Taysom Hill. So he doesn't really uh,
2: throw. He doesn't really throw though. Taysom Hill. He's. I don't really know what he they.
0: Does, he looks good. He doesn't look like just some whatever. Some uh, you know utility guy out there. Some hybrid. I think. And they give him a big contract. They might be planning on him uh, as their uh, QB of uh, the future. We'll see. Bree- Breeze turns forty-one in January, so, so next year he'll be. I mean, forty-two in January. He'll be forty-two. I'm sorry. I like him, even though he took a knee to Black Lives Matter and, did, right. and apology, went on right. the apology went on the apology tour. Right. It, 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 I had trouble with that, but I know this is it. He's he's never going to be the same. All right. That's uh, and, and I, I want to get to my man Kurt Schilling heading to the Hall of Fame, which is going to be great. But first, I need to know. I need to know where my tax money is going as I pay my, my property tax bill, as I pay my uh, you know excise tax and every other tax. How much student debt are you going to uh, uh, be relieved of by the taxpayers, Reamer? Are you, big one? You got a big number coming? None, because I have a dad who paid for it all. Oh, so. that's right. So, so good. So now you, the shoes on the other foot. So you pay your taxes. You work hard. Yes. Some of those tax, some of those tax dollars, as you're busting your ass, are going to go to some lazy slob down the street at BU who's you know s- still in bed right now. He's going to get up at noon and. Do a do do a couple bong hits and then go to his virtual, you know. No bong history. head
2: no bong hits during COVID. You don't want the RA coming to your room and busting you, uh, spraying you know, your aerosols saws everywhere.
0: Um, but but he will be going to his virtual classes and he'll be getting his degree in you know gender studies or art history, or some worthless degree, Good. and somehow Democrats think that that is a. Uh, an act of, of fairness and compassion to forgive these deadbeats of their debt and put the onus on people who didn't, you know, didn't take student loans or, or, or even more, didn't even go to college. So if you're outside right now, I'm looking out the window and you see a guy, you know, driving a you know, an Amazon delivery truck or a guy working, you know, in the street for the city or paving or whatever, that guy has to pay the debt for, People who went to BU, spent $70,000 a year, and suddenly realized that, you know, they got a little bit of debt to pay off. The first thing this new administration is going to do is say, you know, why don't we just forgive? You guys are good. You know, don't worry about that debt you, you, you piled up. It's such a terrible message. It's such a terrible lesson. Make an irresponsible decision. Sit there and wait for daddy government to, to, to uh, solve the problem for you.
2: Well, first of all, this bill that Schumer suggested Biden sign as an executive order would cancel the first $50,000 of student loan debt, not all student loan debt. And
0: number two. Well, um, only $50,000. Well, Alex, saying, anyone uh, who has more than 50000 is a freaking fool.
2: They're why? That, that, Jerry, that's how much it costs to go <laughs> per year
0: to most colleges now. No, it doesn't. You could, No, it doesn't. You can go to state school for much less.
2: For what, like twenty something thousand altogether? So then, times four yes, is eighty something thousand.
0: Commute to school. You don't have to uh, go. You have to go to. A, so you go to
2: a commuter school, which, as you know, unfortunately is not. No, and here's the thing: that Amazon driver probably has student debt himself, which is why he may be driving for Amazon in addition to another job or perhaps another job. I mean, why should I have had to have such an easy life with no student loan debt just because my father is wealthy? I mean that is okay, uh, like, America is
0: a, what, because that's a
2: blow, so, so I, but I had nothing to do with it. I mean, no, I,
0: well, here, here's if some it's you uh, you are free to choose. You have Jerry. I got freedom. news for
2: you, Jerry. Hold on, real quick. Most people with no student loan debt speaking, coming from somebody with no student loan debt, uh, do not have no student loan debt because they made a responsible choice as an 18 year old. They have no student loan debt because they have wealthy parents. So no, no, your no, whole no. premise you, is wrong.
0: Kidding? Are you kidding? There's plenty of people. Who didn't go to private universities and spend seventy thousand years? playing of people right, who made exactly. the responsible. There's people who joined the military. There's people who went to work. There's people who went to community colleges. Went to school at night. There's millions of people who made the right decision. I know this is. I get. But, right, but there's millions of families get, get, hold where hold even hold a school. Hold on, hold on, because you don't make any Alex. sense. Alex, can you hold on, please? Are you, no, you, hear you make no sense with this. You I'm hear, hear under, me? This is like a parody. You're a little you make, faint. make my point. There's millions of people who didn't make that irresponsible decision. Mm-hmm. There is just no rational reason they should pick up the check for the people who made the irrational, the idiotic decision to go to these liberal arts schools. And, and, and it's one thing if you're a doctor, but if you don't think, I mean, if, if you're a, a, an economics major at BU, you're like dumber than AOC. There's no reason to think you're going to make enough money. To justify taking those loans, and what the government's going to do what this idiot president-elect is going to do is say, "You know what? You made a terrible decision, but that's okay. The hardworking taxpayers will correct the error for you." You don't see the 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 illogic in that, the the the, the wrong in that.
2: Yeah, I don't think all student loan debt should be canceled, but I think there should be much more help than there is because your, your world, your, your narrative is totally wrong. Most people, Jerry, who are majoring in economics at BU have parents who can pay them to major in economics. It doesn't at matter. I it mean, doesn't matter
0: who your parents are. It's, it's
2: America. Jerry, America. Yes, Jerry, yeah, this is America where if you have rich parents, you're born on the 20-yard line in the red zone, and if you don't, you're way back in, on your own goal line. I mean, that, yeah, that's America, right, and that's why we should fix that and give people help so everybody can be on more of a level playing field. They
0: don't field. need help if they, make they don't the need help. Decision. Plenty. Of, let's, Alex, Jerry, well, let's look I at would, what we spend
2: our money on. The, t- the Trump tax cuts cost $1.9 cuts trillion. Cost dollars. Yes, it did. Jerry, is it? Yes, they do because they rob the government of revenue it otherwise would have That's taken they in. So, so they, so they it cost the government $1.9 trillion, canceling all student loan debt, which again, I don't want to do, would cost $1.7 trillion and would free up so many people, not just young people, people in their 30s, people in their 40s, to have so much more disposable income, which would help the economy so much. I mean, that's the argument. This would be uh, an incredible mobilizer.
0: All right. I uh, tweeted about this and immediately get the usual reaction from a number of people who paid off their college debt, who just paid it off, who maybe a guy said he inherited money from his grandparents, $70,000, and immediately paid off a student loan debt like a couple of months ago. And he, if he waited, he would have been looking at $50,000 kiss in the mail from the taxpayers. This is so unjust and unfair, and I want to get to my congressperson. Hold on. He, he, Look, he was able hold to pay off
2: his me. he was able to pay off his student L-N-A. loan debt because his can grandmother can died. Me?
0: Can Alex hear me? I'm not hey, gonna hey, He's gonna fight
1: th- th-
2: This might be one of your worst arguments ever. I mean, hey, he was able to pay off. His, make his, it. He, he was able to pay off his student uh, loan all debt all he, was to, he was able to he was able to pay off his student loan debt because his grandmother died. I mean, okay, that even that helps my argument.
0: Okay, so that guy if he waited he didn't take the 70,000 and give it to uh to pay off his student loan debt would be looking at a $50,000 gift from the taxpayers even though he has the money to pay it off. Uh there's going to be plenty of kids with rich parents who aren't going to uh uh you know hit up their parents, they're going to hit up the taxpayers. But I I I'm I'm going to get to Ayanna Presley, who, as usual, makes the dumbest, most insane argument, and I'm starting to think she's the craziest member of the squad. She's making her move to get noticed, and she's—I think she's crazier than AOC, more radical at least. But immediately, you you see the insanity of it all because you have people who made the right decision who are forced to pay the tab for the people who made the wrong decision. When I was young, like you're at, well, younger than you, when I was going to school. Everyone in my family, my siblings and I, and my friends for that matter, when you got out of high school, you had a choice. You could go to you know, UMass or you could go to Fitchburg State or Framingham State. These are state schools. They are much I don't know anybody who went to BU. I don't know anybody who went to Wesleyan or Tufts. They, we just didn't do that. It was stupid because you could go to a school, a state school, for much, much less. You didn't have to take on all that debt. Somewhere along the line, people started getting the notion that the more you spent on college the better it is so they would overextend themselves and say I need to get that degree from from wherever from uh, you know uh, Bentley or Babson or one of these expensive private schools when you could have gone to a state school down the street for much much less now granted you know that's subsidized by the taxpayers too but at least it's a logical rational decision um, you you had every a reason to go to BU because dad could take care of it. But what if you, he didn't, if dad couldn't, would you have taken out hundreds of thousands of dollars in loans?
2: I would not have gone to BU. I mean, my question, okay, well, my question, and and that's how most people think. I mean, my question to you is how many parents, how many kids did you grow up with who had rich parents? None. (laughs) Okay, so that's why you know nobody who went to Wesleyan or these other expensive private schools. These private schools, Jerry. We're talking about
0: people. Forget the parents. We're talking about people who went there, even though they couldn't. I'm telling
2: you that most people. Who go to these rich, these these expensive private schools have wealthy parents? Alex, they
0: don't matter here. Do you understand that they're not? Yes, they for- do
2: because the student no, loan debate, Jerry, because the people with a lot of the student loan debt are regular people who went to regular state schools whose parents still couldn't afford to help them. And if you hey, go to a state school for four about- years, you if you go to a people- state school for four years, that's about seventy, eighty thousand dollars over those four years with interest. That's still a lot of debt. And that is
0: where okay, most not, of this comes from. Uh, again, it's not again. rich
2: people. It's not it's not kids going to expensive private schools largely. It's not.
0: Okay. We're talking about them, the people, and there are millions of them who overextended themselves, went to private schools when they shouldn't have. We're talking about these people who are looking to the government because they know that they have this pandering old fool in uh in office soon and
3: will take care of their debt it's so unfair and insane all right today's episode brought to you by flagship wealth back again in studio dave mcdonough dave wild week we got vaccine news stimulus news post-election news what went on in the market
1: well dave we ended last week with the best post-election rally in history you know a lot of people asking me the why dave why is that happening well washington will have gridlock you won't have an extreme on one side or the other and Wall Street loves that news.
3: Well, it's Monday, what's go- well, give me a little preview. What's, what's ahead for us?
1: Well, well again, we're gonna talk about the stimulus, which is needed, by the way. The vaccine is phenomenal news, but we're looking at getting a mass distribution of that vaccine late spring, early summer. The economy, and quite frankly, the, the populace, need a bridge between
3: here and there and that stimulus. Will that happen in a lame duck Congress and a lame duck presidency?
1: We doubt it, but it's certainly needed.
3: Well, you just gave us a little update on the market. People can get that each and every week directly to your inbox. Go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement, flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Dave, you put it in written, video, blog form, all the good stuff. Go to flagshipwealth.com dot com slash retirement. Dave, thanks for joining me. Hey, my pleasure. We'll see you next week. As always, securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Now you have fools
0: like uh, the, the squad who are, of course, making about race. And Ayanna Presley as usual, came out with her idiotic uh, take, which um, it was no surprise. But this is the take from uh, my congresswoman That's it. Student debt cancellation is a racial justice issue. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but many people in the working class, many blue collar people, are minorities, correct? Many are Hispanic or Black or, you know, maybe first, second generation Americans. They would never even think to go to Wesleyan or BU. They, you know, got out of high school and they went to work or they went into the military. Those minority people are now the ones subsidizing. The fool that went to uh, uh, Smith College to study gender studies—a part of the tax, uh, the 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 paycheck of the guy working at at uh, Home Depot—part of his paycheck is going to pay the debt of that uh, person that went to Smith College and got a degree in gender studies and can't afford to pay off her student loan debt. That's a racial justice issue. I mean, I realize that Ayanna Pressley doesn't put a lot of thought into these things. They're just knee-jerk reactions, pandering to her race-obsessed base. But how is that a racial justice issue? Most of these—I'm going to guess—most of the people who you know have two hundred thousand in uh, in debt and, and student loan debt from private colleges are white. More than more than half are white. They're going to be off the hook and the people paying the debt, uh, many of them are Black or, or Hispanic. How is that a racial justice issue?
2: One of my favorite stats, not because, because it's sad, but it illustrates what we have, the average net worth of a Black family in Boston is $8. In-state tuition, again, Jared, UMass Amherst, I just looked it up, is north of $16,000, and that's not even counting room and board. So even hey. if you go to an UMass Amherst, and your family has no money, Jerry, you're still taking on tens of thousands of dollars. Not? That. That's not? really on a Presley meeting. I mean, means. I know,
0: again, you're from a rich family. I was not. We, if you had to uh, pay your bill, you'd apply for financial aid. That's what you do. If your family's worth $8 and you go to UMass... You get financial aid. I'm sorry. So they a cover all? Do so they aid. cover?
2: Yeah, but they don't cover all of your tuition and room and board typically. Yeah, but
0: they cover a lot of it, and the rest of it, you all know, what time. you work. You you work in the summer. You work in the winter. You work at Christmas break. You work at school. And, and, yeah, that's
2: know. not going to get it done, Jerry. This is 2020. Is. I mean, these, these seasonal jobs that you take up for a few weeks over Christmas don't cover. Right. And when you go to there.
0: school, you know what you do at school? You work. You work, you know, work, study. Program. Yeah, work, study. Work work study work right. People. Absolutely. Right. That's right. how it works. Right. Yeah, the ideas, it still you're still, you are the perfect guy. And I, again, I realize lots of people get frustrated with you here and, and, and I do, but you're the perfect guy because it takes a, an imagination. It takes. Uh, real creativity to make sense of this plan. And I, and I understand it's the first thing Biden and Harris want to do because they are pandering to their base, which come to them with their palms out and say, what's in it for me. And you have these people who supported them wholeheartedly who are on uh, in debt up to their eyeballs. And they're saying, you know, take, you know, take the pressure off me. And they don't ever ask like who, pe- who pays that bill. You know, who, who puts that bill. It's the taxpayers. Here's a solution we could both agree on. Oh, I, I think we can uh, find common ground, as they like to say, because we're not talking about college. We're not talking about kids going to to a university, getting a worthwhile degree, going to work and then taking part of their paycheck and paying their debt. We are talking about a scam, a scam. Big university is a scam. And, and you know this. You're, you're smart enough to know this that and and they're by the way these are schools that are just full of, of of hardcore liberals if not socialists i mean these the the faculty lounge at wesleyan is more radical than the the squad these are just america hating radicals antifa supporting radicals they can, they can't charge enough i mean when bu raises its price do you know what northeastern and, and bc do they trade they raise their price too because in a weird, upside-down world, a college that charges more is more attractive to these suburban snob families, and they say, "Wow, that school's only forty thousand dollars. That's not good enough. I need to go to a seventy thousand dollars school." You know how that works, right? And you know who benefits? You know who gets rich? People like uh, Professor Liz Warren, who was making uh, seven hundred thousand or uh, five hundred thousand to teach one course at Harvard. That money. I mean, is that the best use of that money? Harvard now has a $38, $38 billion endowment, $38 billion. Um, I got the top 10 endowments right in front of me. University of Texas, $30 billion. Yale, $29 billion. Uh, MIT, $16 billion. These are some of the most uh, uh, flush organizations in the world and you know what we're doing as taxpayers? We're bailing them out. We're keeping the cycle going, the scam going. People are going to go to these schools, uh, Northwestern, $11 billion. University of Michigan, $12 billion. They could afford to forgive the debt, pay the debt of every student that went there, every alum that went there. But that subject, that possibility is never raised. And you know why? Because it's all part of one big scam that people like... Uh, you know, Biden and Harris and, and Ayanna and, and AOC, they get money. They get money from these uh, universities and these professors and these people, that, that these alums who went to these places. They keep the gravy train going. That they, they, they can't put the, you know, put the onus on the school because the school is, you know, giving them money, donating to them, paying them if they go there and work like or work, teach like Liz Warren. When do we put the onus on the schools? You know, this is a big scam. You know, they're giving out worthless degrees. They're selling worthless degrees for, you know, a quarter of a million or half a million dollars to kids who are never going to be able to pay that debt. And they know their guy who's heading to the White House and, and their girl, Kamala, they're going to take care. They're going to scratch their back. Why can't we point out what a scam the whole thing is and what, how worthless these degrees are?
2: Well, my journalism degree has been very valuable. What are you talking about? That's
3: uh, why I don't understand like yesterday. So everyone's talking about it and everyone's – you're on one side of the loan forgiveness. You're on the other side. It really doesn't matter. People should have been screaming from the rooftops. Why in God's name does it cost uh, – with room and board, collect what, – what do you think? $80,000 a year to go to Harvard? If oh, yeah. And that's a message world. on Twitter yesterday. None oh, t-
2: it's, it's – yeah. It's the biggest scam ever. Of course it is. Yeah, you want to rail against that? I'm I'm all for that.
3: Okay. Well, you good. you, you won't find uh, bigger scammers should, um,
0: than BU. My God. Why should a school like Harvard, which has thirty-eight billion dollars in the bank, be bailed out of anything? Why do they get tax breaks? By the way, and they get all kinds of them. I mean, it is a great business. Big university is the best business right now. They're they're recession proof. Uh, trust me, I've been to lots of colleges around here. Uh, you know, my kids have gone to lots of colleges around here. Every yeah. one of them. You pull on a campus, every one of them, you just see cranes everywhere. They're building new dorms. They're building new uh, science uh, buildings and gyms. And they are flush with cash while the rest of the world is struggling to make it through these these tough times, the you know the, the COVID uh, lockdowns. Here's what they do at college. <clears throat> Everything always works out for these places. They uh, no longer have in-class in learning, right? It's virtual learning. So they don't have to; uh, their, their uh, expenses are, are cut in you know, a fraction of what they normally are. Do you think they cut tuition? Do you think they cut room and board? Of course nope, not. They've raised oh, it. Yeah, uh, they make out as they always do. These are, uh, and and, and I'll, I'll give them credit. They 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 have devised this scam, and no one will ever call them out on it. All the politicians pander to them. People think that their kids. They have to go to these schools if they're going to make anything of themselves. Nobody ever says, you know what, I shouldn't do that. It costs too much. They say, you know what, I'll just take out a loan, and then at some point I'll I'll uh, renege on the loan, default on the loan, and eh, taxpayers will pick up the check. That's what they're going to do. That's the top priority of your president, um, Joe Biden, who uh, – uh, I, I'm going to start watching these press conferences. I don't know if you saw any of this one, Alex. It's so it's hilarious watching these frauds, these sycophants in the media, who know who, who you know worked hard to make the president uncomfortable for the last four years, and now they're back in their comfort zone. They got one of their own up there on you know uh, up there on uh, at the podium, and they are just fawning over him. Uh, it, the the contrast is comical, but they don't care. You know, it's not even hiding anymore. It's like, we're so happy to hit our guy after a weekend of violence where their, their supporters, Joe Biden voters were smashing up, you know, punching old ladies in the back of the head and firing fireworks at at restaurants. Not a single question about Antifa and BLM and the violence uh, that they caused in the city and in, in DC, not a single question. Whereas, for 4 years trump has been asked to denounce these made up you know made up uh, groups of uh, white supremacists time and again and just kept doing it over and over again denouncing re, re, uh, disavowing and it was never enough not once has biden been asked to de- denounce antifa and blm in fact they put out a statement and they said um, joe uh, biden continues to condemn all acts of violence this coward will not even go on record and condemn an anti-American anarchist uh, organization that is looting and burning and and, and causing violence in a number of our cities. And Biden doesn't have the guts to use their, their name, Antifa. And God knows he would never condemn BLM, which is uh, another violent Marxist organization. It is too bad that we're going to have a president the next four years who doesn't have the guts to condemn anarchists. Anarchists. But those are his base.
2: He's condemned uh, rioting and looting many times.
0: Yeah, by whom?
2: By the people who are rioting
0: and looting. Who, who, they have a name, dude. Go ahead. Get, you know it, don't you? Come
2: on. Rioters and
0: looters. Say, say their name.
2: Say their who? name. I don't know what you're talking about. Antifa? Who, I don't like know who that? they are. Again, years. the only thing I know about Antifa is three years ago, we thought they were like taking over Fenway Park or something with that Banner against racism, and it turned out that was an anti-racist group. Remember that? Did you, That's the only thing I know you, about uh, Antifa.
0: Did you watch the news <clears throat> over the weekend? Pay attention. Anything? Yeah, happening? I'm. I'm gonna be
2: honest. I um, find all of that tedious and boring. Do you know why? Because these are people, Jerry, with nothing yeah. to do. The on e- on both sides, the million MAGA march losers, these Antifa losers. These are all people no, with no, no friends and
0: nothing to do.
2: They're bored. No so.
0: Five hundred thousand people, supporters of Trump, yeah, happy warriors singing the national anthem. I don't think there smiling. were five hundred
2: thousand of them. Maybe and, five thousand.
0: And your people go in there and cause all the the the, uh, the, the chaos. Eh. Your people uh, are the violent ones, and your guy. And I'm looking at video of it again, old people just getting punched in the head. I mean, these are are old, What are old you people doing?
2: Why are these old people down at this violent scene? What where are they doing down there?
0: Old? Shouldn't it they be? Violent. Shouldn't they be isolating at home? And we have a pandemic. It wasn't violent until your guys showed up. You know what I find amazing though that that would be your top priority. There's so much going on. There's so many issues, and we've seen you know through the campaign, you so much you know uh, contrast between Biden and Trump on so many things. And your first order of business is going to be forgiving debt for deadbeat college grads who don't have their enough discipline and responsibility to pay their own debt. It just seems like a strange priority. But you don't know works.
2: anyone with student loan debt. I mean, these are people who went to regular colleges and they're trying their best to work jobs, make a living, and they have all this debt to pay.
0: Well, Why do they, they shouldn't have to? Because all-
2: as we've as we've established, Jerry, college is a scam. You shouldn't have to pay the prices Good. that any of these charges any of these colleges charge.
0: Why don't you write that? That'd be a good column. College is a scam. and I think it, it's been written. <laughs> attention, uh, young uh, high school kids. College is a scam. Well it, as...
2: well, well, it isn't because still it is the best thing you can do to increase your earnings potential. I mean, you look at the graphs between Americans who go to college, don't go to college. It's third world country, first world country, basically. So no, despite how awful and scammy it is, it's still the best thing and most important thing you can ever do for yourself going forward. Well, it is. I mean, that's just There's the reality. It's a sad reality, but it's true. One thing I love about these colleges that they did want to get in, and I and I promise I'll let you get back to bashing, uh, you know, the grandmother beaters or whatever. Um, all these colleges are all about anti-racial, ju- you know, anti-racism, social justice, woke, racial justice. Well, they all say they have these budget crunches now. And guess who they all lay off when they have these budget crunches? The cafeteria workers, the dorm people, the cleaning people. Who fills those jobs? Do we think it's people of color? Yes.
0: It's never the assistant deputy vice uh, chairman of diversity. I once saw the numbers at UMass. The UMass uh, system, I forget it now, Two thousand. Or like five thousand people make over two hundred thousand a year. It is the biggest scam going, and not just in uh, around the country. I mean, you name it: Texas, California, Pennsylvania. They all have these university systems, and they have these you know these like-minded you know fellow travelers making two, three hundred thousand dollars a year, doing who knows what. Now the biggest scam is to be in the you know diversity department to right. make sure. Michigan, University of Michigan, ah, I guess I should have this number, spends some insane like $8 million a year on the diversity department. <laughs> make sure there's enough diversity. Uh, I'm telling you, you want to go to uh, find a flourishing field, go into the diversity field under President Biden. You can make a good living.
3: Why is, yeah, so, right. why is it so hard, though, for like people with influence to take the conversation to the level that you guys are having it now that it is a scam? Like, who's the dude from um, who's the dude who said, you know, Trump is killing uh, the actor who yesterday tweeted out Trump is killing thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. That was his first uh, his first tweet yesterday about Trump's covid response. But then his next tweet was, oh, I had to. I, it took me 10 years to pay off my student loan debt. I would love people to not have that burden on their life. You know, like that they, was why can't he say oh why why was I paying absurd amount for uh, for tuition all those years he, nobody's out there. The, uh, what's
0: his name the uh, Indian American yeah Indian the Harold Kumar
3: guy I don't know his name. Yeah.
0: Life, uh, who said Trump's going to kill as many people as possible in the next two months? Trump, the guy who's started no wars, who's uh, forced the, the creation of two new vaccines. Yeah, he's just going to kill lots of people. What a fool! What a and this idiot with the theater degree, probably from wherever. NYU, I don't even know, uh, is strapped with debt. Oh, damn. Why won't the taxpayers bail me out? Here's the thing is we have to drill it into young people's minds that there's no reason they don't have to go to BU. They don't have to go to Wesleyan. There are other more affordable options. And you know what these, uh, whatever, uh, high school guidance counselors or college counselors are doing. They're saying, all you got to do is fill out this little form and the government will send you $50,000. And you know what? Maybe you pay it off. Maybe you don't. If we get a Democrat in office, maybe you see that guy out there roofing next door, painting the house next door. He'll pay it off for you. What a scam. What an absolute joke it is. And I'm glad Alex and I could agree on that. Could find some common yes, ground. Totally that agree that big. What did you say? Big t- uh, colleges are scammy. They're scammy. That's what they are. They're scammy. And the reason politicians don't uh, speak out like we're speaking out here, Cullinan, is because they're part of the scam. They get money from these schools. Some of them go work and teach at these schools. They know it's a scam, but they benefit. They profit from this scam, so they're going to keep the scam going.
3: And right now, especially, the kids aren't getting shit. I mean, I think I just read a headline, that Syracuse canceled their midterms because kids are stressed. You know, like it's there's literally not, nothing Absolutely. going on on campuses.
0: You know what? We're going to hear about this in five, ten years, that the, there has to be long-term effects where kids aren't going to school. They're not learning, especially special needs kids who are getting the worst of the brunt of this. And obviously, Democrats don't care. Democrat governors, liberal governors like ours, Charlie Baker, Cuomo, Whitmer, they don't care about special needs kids. Yes, as Mark Levin would said, that's right. I said it. They don't care about special needs children who are forced to do at home learning and can't do it. Parents are living through a nightmare, and and some like like you know Turtle Boy who has to do his uh, remote learning is losing his mind. But there are others who are genuinely watching their children spiral downward because of these uh, of these tyrants that don't allow the kids to go to school. And by the way, do you think you're getting a tax rebate? I mean, because you pay big taxes to send your kids to ch- children to school. They're not going to school. You think you're giving your, your money back? No, 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 because they're not laying off any of the hacks we were just talking about. Any of the vice deputy assistant uh, the chairman of diversity, they're still making their 200 grand. They don't miss a day of work. Anytime someone tells you that we have to lock down, ask you for, you know, first question should be, how much are you sacrificing, sir? Chris Chris Cuomo. How much are you giving up? Are you missing a day of work? Are you missing a, you know, a payment into your 401k? I mean, are you giving up anything? Are you losing anything? Do you feel the pinch at all? And the answer is invariably with with assholes like Chris Cuomo or Charlie Baker or Andrew Cuomo is of course not. They're loving it. They're more powerful than ever. They're richer than ever. Let's go over some of the latest because uh, because this stuff to me is. Is just so maddening. And I think maybe Alex and I will agree on this again of these hypocrites that are saying, you know, they're going to go door to door on Thanksgiving and make sure you don't have more than 10 people and make sure they don't spend more than two hours. Gavin Newsom, he's got the strictest Thanksgiving rules of all uh, of all the governors, was at uh, the most expensive restaurant in America the other day with 12 people. Now, he's saying you can't have 10 people in your house or you're going to kill your kill grandma. He was uh, at French Laundry. That's the name of the place, in Napa, with 12 friends. It's $400 a plate to eat at French Laundry. I'm not sure why it's called French Laundry. Do you I know That was there? like Fre-
2: French lingerie or something.
0: But- oh, do, am I pronouncing it wrong?
2: No, 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 no. I'm saying it sounds sexy, yeah. but I don't know. I have to read more about so
0: it. This hypocritical asshole, Gavin Newsom, goes there. With tw- and then he says, eh, sorry, I probably shouldn't have done that. And then he says, if you don't. Hunker down. If you don't uh, quarantine for two weeks, if you don't limit your Thanksgiving to ten people, then you are selfish and you are uh, uh, reckless. These, they just these people make my skin crawl. Uh, um, Cuomo, uh, Andrew Cuomo, same thing. Uh, scolding people for not agreeing to essentially cancel Thanksgiving. You know, Trump. Uh, brought in this guy, Scott Atlas, to be the voice of reason against against Fauci and Burks and the rest of the lockdown. Why is he terrible?
2: Because he's just letting people die with no plan.
0: What are you talking about letting people die? We we already know lockdowns don't work. That's been proven. Lockdowns don't work. Uh, We already know we have a vaccine coming. We already know shutting down the government, shutting down the country is insane. The only people yeah, who want to ins- shut down the country are these governors and these politicians that don't, again, feel any pinch and don't care.
2: It just Yo, it's is- insane to shut. Yeah, it's insane and cruel to shut down the country without any assistance coming. Your anger is misdirected. We need to lock down to starve off this virus again because it is Alex. more out of control than ever. But we can't lock down with no government assistance and just to let people die financially. So it's a what shitty makes situation. You think- And quite cruel and dystopian and gross. It's
0: enraging. What makes you think you can, what did you say, starve off the virus? Where's the evidence that you can starve off the virus?
2: New York City had a good spring and summer, had a good summer with the virus because they were harsh in the spring.
0: Have you ever looked at the numbers from Sweden?
2: Yeah. I mean, they've had higher deaths than most European countries.
0: They have not. They have not. Yes, they have. Look at Sweden. uh, Deaths per million, they're 21st. In the world they've had a to- There's a country of 10 million, they have a total of 6,100 deaths in a country of 10 million. Uh, that's what one uh, fifth of the state of New York. <laughs> I mean, it's and they lock down nothing, they close nothing, they don't wear masks, they don't uh, have remote learning. Uh They just knew that there's only so much you can do. The virus is going to virus. Well, no,
2: that's not true, though. See that that's wrong. Sweden did do things. They banned large gatherings and other things of that nature. They they, they do have restrictions, they concerts, but they that's
0: all. they didn't ban like well, Thanksgiving dinner.
2: Well, but I mean, see, here's thing, like. I think that it is cruel, again, for these mayors and governors to get on their high horse and talk about how we need to cancel Thanksgiving. Nobody can see their families. That's ridiculous. And I'd like to ask them if they're doing the same. The answer would be absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, Jerry, you do have to admit this virus is real. It is out of control. Why would you want to... Why would you want to have a 10-person Thanksgiving right now with your grandparents and put them – at like why would you want to do that I, anyway I'm, is I'm, my question. I
0: feel exactly the opposite. I think grandparents, and I've read the stories, they're being devastated. They're being isolated. There are people, you know, at that age where things are not as clear as they used to be. There are people in the early stage of dementia, and what happens is they get isolated, and it just gets exacerbated, and that's it. They They end – their life ends in the saddest, cruelest, most lonely way, and I, you know, let's be honest. A guy like Charlie Baker doesn't give a damn. A guy like Andrew Cuomo, Gretchen Whitmer, Gavin Newsom—they don't care. They're enjoying their power, and they just say, "Hey, gotta lock down." And no one ever says, "Why?" I mean, why? Why do we gotta lock down? I would rather—I'd rather if I were you know eighty-year-old person in a nursing home, I would rather see my children or grandchildren and take my chances and maybe. Get sick and die, then die alone and, de- and just and just uh, uh, spiral is, uh, you know, in my own little world, uh, deteriorate and die alone. The idea that that's protecting the, the those people by leaving them alone and not allowing any visitors unless you, you know, like wrap yourself in plastic or look through the window is madness. Yeah, no, that, Yeah,
2: enough, that's fair. Enough. Yeah, that's fair, and you know, I think that again, this message is wrong. Like, why don't we say, okay, if you are planning on having a Thanksgiving dinner with your grandparents, you need to be careful for ten days or two weeks. Like, if I, like, you know, maybe don't go, and maybe you isolate for two weeks before you see your grandparents you think- for Thanksgiving. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that should. Yes, be the do message- you think
0: that people need to hear that from the governor? Do you think uh, you don't give people enough credit? Uh, to think they'd take responsibility on their own and say- No, I don't think so. Parents or grandparents, I'm going to be careful here. We're going to sit well, outside. But how, can, but how
2: can it, oh, it can't hurt for the governor to say it too, right? I mean, that would be a more effective message than this draconian cancel Thanksgiving, wear your mask at all times if you're outside alone, because that's over the board, over the top, and people tune that out. Yeah, it'd be much more effective if they- okay lived in the real world and gave real risk mitigation strategies. I
3: just read a story this morning that Manchester public schools are going to go to remote learning because 10% of their staff said in a survey that they're going to celebrate uh, with family outside of New England for Thanksgiving. So they're going to remote learning until mid-January because technically everybody would have to quarantine for two weeks after after that happened. So they're just going to do it. Yeah.
0: It's just, it's just so maddening. People can make their own decisions. You can. Uh, there's so many things that, that uh, we can't afford. We can't afford lockdown. You can't afford to shut down businesses. You can't afford to shut down schools. I think even these arrogant bastards making these calls have to understand there are ancillary victims here. There are collateral damage. There are those special needs kids. There are people that own restaurants and gyms and businesses. They can't afford this again. Alex, no. we've shut down twice, locked down twice in the spring and in the summer, it didn't help. It didn't do anything. It didn't, you know, what did you say? Starve the virus? It didn't starve the virus. You know well, what it did? It starved people who who you know who lost their jobs, who lost their businesses. Those well, we had now- I
2: mean we had we had considerably less virus around here in the Northeast in the summer than we did in the spring, and certainly than we do now, but the question would be at what cost? And uh, you know, like Detroit, one in four public school students I read yesterday in Detroit still have not logged into their high school courses. One in four. Who do you think those kids are? Are they from the wealthy suburbs? No, those are inner city kids, kids of color. So this is again, you know, th- this is the most backward social policy you could ever have this remote <laughs> learning in these public schools. And it also is the most sexist policy ever because who's staying home with the kids? Mom. So then who can't work? Mom, women are being driven out of the workforce as well as a result of this.
0: All right. Reamer's, uh, Reamer's on board. It's racist and sexist to it lock is. down again. So you and yep. I are with Scott Atlas. Scott Atlas said people oh, should yep. rise up against these draconian measures, rise up against these school closings and business closings. And by the way, it never makes any sense. Like I was reading a story yesterday about the curfew in New York. It's the same in Boston, but obviously in New York – People go out later, eat later. And with the 9.30 or 10 o'clock curfew, the restaurants say they're jammed. Everyone's jammed in together. Obviously, you got to have certain rules, six feet apart or whatever. But everyone's trying to eat at essentially the same time. When you have a curfew, we have no curfew. There are people who come in at 10, people who come in at 11, people who come in at 12. So the solution for these idiot governors like Cuomo is... Let's have everyone go to the restaurant at the same time. Go inside and breathe and, and, and spittle on each other. Oh, by the way, yesterday I saw the governor of, uh, was it? it was a, I think it was DeWine in Ohio. And he was given the rules and he said there can be no singing. Oh, is it DeWine or Hogan? I'm uh, saying this Thanksgiving, no singing, no choruses. And I'm going, okay. singing? First of all, who sings at Thanksgiving? Secondly, who told you it was a good idea to make a rule, a, a law, in these guys' minds against singing? Think about what saying that is. This is the, how our politicians think. They think they're so powerful that they could forgive their uh, forbid their subjects from singing. With I guess like with their kids doing like, you know, this, the wheels on the bus go round and round or something. I mean, that's been outlawed. This is madness. You know that great those, – those
2: great hours. Thanksgiving choruses though, Jerry. You know that. You, you, I mean,
0: <laughs> the Rima, does the Rima household <laughs> yes. sing a Thanksgiving? Up,
2: every – we up before every Show course. Tunes. Yep. Show tunes. That's that's the Buck household. That's, the that's, reason that's the us. virus
0: decreased, Alex, is because people understood. They did their duty. They social – Well, then what are
2: they doing now? Why is it exploding
0: everywhere then again? They stopped it, – It's because we're testing. That's why. Because we're testing all the college kids. Because you know, we, we have way testing.
2: more – We have way more around than we used to. But here's the thing I will say, like these governors, like, so the ban on gatherings is so stupid because conceivably you can do a larger gathering at your home safely. If everyone is wearing a mask, if you're outside, as you mentioned, I love restaurants. There is no way to safely eat inside of a restaurant right now. It might be a risk you feel comfortable doing, and I think they should be open and people should take that risk if they want to. But uh, you know, so that's hypo- hip- hip- hypocritical as well. You can't safely eat inside of a restaurant. You could safely have 12 people in your backyard, distanced, masked. So
0: more uh, hypocrisy. I want to well, Atlas, Scott Atlas, the voice of reason on the president's uh, task force. And I can't wait for Biden's task force, by the way, when he takes over and you got Ezekiel uh, Emanuel telling people to just die when they're 75. You get this other idiot, Osterholm, saying we need to lock down the, the whole world to make this virus go away. Oh, it's going to be. A, and, and you know, the 75-year-old guy, the guy who says we should die at 75 is working for a guy who's about to turn 78. Oh, it's going to be fun. Funny, but uh, I guess it won't <laughs> matter because you'll never get any tough questions from the fawning Washington press corps. But... You'll get it from Chris Cuomo, the weightlifting correspondent at CNN, was not happy with Dr. Scott Atlas, uh, who said that people should ignore these stupid, draconian measures these governors are taking. Chris Cuomo had some choice words for uh, Dr. Scott
1: Atlas. And this kind of isolation is one of the unspoken tragedies of the elderly who are now being told don't see your family at Thanksgiving. For many people this is their final Thanksgiving believe it or not. What are we doing here? What the hell are you doing here? Yeah it could be their last Thanksgiving. If you expose them to people who aren't wearing masks, who aren't socially distancing and haven't been doing so and haven't gotten tested because they somehow think they don't want to get in on the con of COVID. You know, you want to hide on state news. You do it. But someday you're going to have to deal with real questions. And either you're going to come on a show or you're going to do it. But you know what? We may go back to old school and maybe the questions will come find you. Maybe when you're living your life nice and easy because you don't have the concerns that these same people that you're telling to rise up that they have. Maybe the questions will come and find you because you have to answer for that kind of guidance, let alone as a doctor. Do no harm.
2: God. Why would anyone want to talk to him
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah I'm sure Scott Atlas would would is, is you know scared of Chris Cuomo that half a moron who by the he's way is the biggest phony, the biggest phony of them all who who pretended he quarantined at home with the virus we got caught outside he's been caught outside without a mask like six times just got his hair cut the other day no mask. Even I, I have a mask when I get my hair cut and I'm sure you do too, Reber, But there are there are rules for you and me, and then there are rules for Cuomo's and those two, him and his his, his m- murderous brother. Uh, they are like the faces of hypocrisy. They the, they're the the reason people should rise up and ignore all these uh, these government decrees because you know the people telling you what to do aren't going to do it themselves. It's just so. I would tell
2: Chris Cuomo, I mean, why he has, I mean, he has a very low opinion of all Americans if he thinks that every American who has a grandparent over the house for Thanksgiving will not be wearing masks, will right. be breathing on them, will be going to like Ragers the night before. I mean, like you said, I think people hopefully are, you know, more responsible than that.
0: See, I, I think, I mean, I think of my parents who are gone, and but if they were here, you know, my mother was in a nursing home, she would absolutely, she'd rather die than never see her grandkids again. I mean, the idea that I'm, I just want to be locked away safe here at the age of whatever, 80, uh, I mean, and, and just don't ever come visit me. Don't uh, come near me because of that spooky virus. People are like, no, I don't want to die like this. I don't want to live like this. And, again, these they're not humans to, to, to Baker and Cuomo and Whitmer. They're not humans. They're just, you know, subjects, and they're going to tell you what to do. And, I, again, when I hear them say things like, you know, no, no singing or, you know, no, you can't do this. You can't you can't stay for more than two hours. I think Newsom was the first to say that when you visit your relatives, you can only stay for so like two and a half hours is going to kill them, or three hours or, you know, yeah. to the end of the game. I want to see the end of the game. Oh, no, you can't. The governor said you only have two hours. Don't they hear it coming out of their own mouth and say, this is insane. This is America. I can't tell people how many people and their own family can sit in their house. And by the way, what if they have a house like uh you know Tom Brady that's like ten thousand square feet? And then I think many do, there's right? Alex Reimer in his four hundred foot square apartment.
2: No, no, I live in a rules. This is a three four condo, baby. I'm living large here. Yeah, you
3: gotta you gotta follow Reamer on Instagram because then you get the all the pictures while he's looking for a new roommate. I know exactly what Reemer. Yeah. doing. It's a nice no, place. this is a I nice place. Sure. And
0: then take you and then compare it to you know your friend your you know friend who's struggling with student debt who has a little tiny yes, apartment. There, there we go. <laughs> you have the same rules, so the same laws. You can have the same amount of people for the same time. What sense does that make? And they don't care. They just want to seem. Like they're devoted, dedicated to starving the virus, to quote Alec, <laughs> Dr. Reamer.
2: Take care of your grandparents. They can be safe in the nursing homes and at the, in, the, in the veteran nursing homes in Massachusetts. <laughs> Keep them safe there. <laughs> All right.
0: I want to uh, ask you a quick question because, you know, you're a big uh, big Kurt Schilling fan like me and you're a big oh. baseball Hall of Fame guy, big baseball uh, I guy. Am. Uh, I am. I like them both. You. Uh, but first I want to um, talk about Shea Concrete, and then we'll get to some uh, some baseball, some Hall of Fame talk, which people love at this time of year. Mm, they do. Um, but this is for you homeowners and home builders. Did you know that my brother-in-law, Greg, and the folks at Shea Concrete have a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you do. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old stair in an old home, Shea has great values and designs for any home. They're available in concrete, or you can customize with beautiful stone, granite, or brick, and you don't do a damn thing. All you do is call Shea, and you pick out your favorite steps. You get online. You pick out your favorite new set of steps, set of stairs, and uh, they do the rest. Um, and when they're done, your house looks better, and it's worth more. This is the kind of project you can do now. Get it done before winter. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs, which are pretty freaking heavy and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com or just give them a call. Just stop in. There's four great locations around New England. Stop in and pick out your new precast concrete steps. I right, Here's what's here, – people who hate shilling like you, like you, who uh, were thrilled that, the, you know, that part of the lockdown was uh, the, canceling the Hall of Fame last year. There was no Hall of Fame. So Schilling was deprived of his solo induction. I got news for you. There's a uh, new people on the on the on the list eligible. It doesn't matter. The only guy going in again again this July is Curt Schilling. He's he's going to be up there alone unless the steroid guys break through. Unless Clemens and uh, and Bonds and Manny. By the way, Manny Ramirez is an absolute Hall of Famer. Why does he? I never understand. Why he doesn't get the same consideration as Bonds and, and Clemens? because he failed
2: because uh, he failed two drug tests.
0: At least two. At least two.
2: Yeah, at least two. Exactly. Uh, Bonds and but, Clemens lucked out. They 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 retired before drug testing was in place. Well, Bonds never failed a test. McGuire retired before.
0: But so, but I mean, I, the, the, there's this weird, um, you know, the, uh, compunction of these baseball writers to try to figure out where they started cheating. You know, like what year and say, Oh, right, like, right. Right, bonds right. was really good before he started juicing. Right. So well, like- the,
2: right. The, the thing with bonds is like the 99 is the line of demarcation. That's the story, right? The bonds was jealous about the attention McGuire and Sosa yes. received in 98. Whole book so about he- it. Right.
0: But why do you owe it? And I, I know I've asked this a thousand times. Why do you owe them that consideration? Screw them. I mean, if they cheated and you know, they did, and you're either you're for the steroid guys or you're against it. Now I know more and more young guys are, are okay with the steroid guys, but you can't logically say I'm going to vote for uh, Clemens and Bonds, but not for Sammy Sosa, a guy with uh, 600 home runs who hit 60 I believe three times. I'm not going to vote for Manny, you know, or or uh, Maguire, but I am going to vote for Clemens. Uh, either do one or do the or do you know the other it's, it's like i would vote for none of them they don't deserve that honor i mean they get they get a lot they get to keep all the money they made and all the records they set i guess but they don't get to be honored you know for for eternity by the hall of fame you know no big deal i just wouldn't vote for them Schilling gets 70% last year you need 75 he's in and if they don't vote for him are people thinking nobody gets in like they don't even, do they even have a ceremony if nobody gets in?
2: Uh, most, right? Well, no, they'll have the great J.G. Spinks Award winner. We'll, have, we'll maybe get in alone.
0: Yeah, is there anybody, have they given it to a guy who's uh, molested his own grandchildren lately? Or was that a one time thing with it Bill That was a one time thing. That was a one time yeah. thing.
2: But maybe they'll have a special uh, special induction this year. Who knows?
0: Um, I'm looking at the numbers. Clemens got 61%, Bonds got 607
2: Right. I love so, the people who vote for right Clemens so. and not Bonds.
0: Why do you think that is, Reamer? Let me guess. Let me I, I,
2: mean, I have some theories. I have some theories.
0: <laughs> uh, but other guys who are uh top returning vote getters, Omar Riskel, fifty two, Scott Rowland, thirty five, Billy Wagner, thirty one. Um, so they have I think uh Manny was twenty eight, even though yeah. he was a he was a lock hall of framer if he didn't, you know, bust if he didn't flunk so many drug tests, but I think, uh, unless, you know, Clemens or Bonds jumps up or both jump up in there, Schilling's going to have the stage to himself. Wouldn't it be amazing if Schilling was up there with, like, the steroid guys? Because he, you know, was ant- the anti steroid guy until until he was before Congress. But uh, they'll vote, uh, they'll find out in January and it'll be inducted in, in July. And everybody, all the baseball writers, all the liberal pukes at ESPN are going to hate this, which is why I'm going to love it. Schilling's going to get up and he's going to say some. Notable things. No, maybe I'll put a shout out to like Donald J. Trump. By the way, maybe
2: he'll wear maybe he'll wear his QAnon shirt.
0: Oh, <laughs> she stop with the Q. I want to make it through a whole show without QAnon. All um, right, I don't. I'm on record. All right, Al, already, Alex. I'm on record. I don't okay. want Donald Trump 2024. I don't. I've enjoyed the Trump era. It was great for the country. I love the disruption. I love the exposing of the deep state and the swamp i loved it you know i wish he won this time Got re-elected. Oh, good. So,
2: wh- when did you admit that he lost when did this happen
0: uh i didn't i don't th- i mean i i've admitted <laughs> biden, i've admitted two things it's quite clear to me quite obvious biden cheated and biden won so I'm willing to I'm willing to admit that he will will give him four years as an illegitimate president. Obviously. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. Obviously, this this victory was tainted. Uh, we're learning more and more about all the uh, the voter fraud that took place, and and you know, just believe your own eyes. But Trump had this huge lead. There was massive ballot dump for right. A, they count right. Anyone. Then they counted
2: the mail-in ballots after yes, the people correct, who voted correct. on election day. And plus right. these
0: voting machines. I mean, obviously they're flipping bo- votes from Trump obviously. To Biden. Right? It's crazy. He's, yep. he's president. He's just not legitimate. Anyway, okay. Good. Um, the, all these Trumpkins, these real devoted MAGA people, are going to want him to run again. I can't, in good conscience, say that I think Biden's too old at seventy-eight but Trump's going to be 78 and I want him to run. I don't want a 78 year old guy. I want the next guy. And I heard somebody say this, who, who said this, that the next guy is going to be like Trump, but smarter and maybe, you know, more savvy and will get more done because as you know, Trump gets caught up in, you know, who gets the credit and who's writing what and saying what about him. But if you have a guy who has a similar agenda to Trump? Whether it's, you know, I don't know, a politician like Josh Hawley or a celebrity like Tucker Carlson, and they're smarter than him, than than Trump, and they're just more determined to get things done and, and less distracted by things that distracted Trump. That's your worst nightmare, wouldn't you agree? As a as a moonbat.
2: Well, how could he find someone smarter than Trump? He's the smartest person <laughs> who ever lived. So beautiful, you know? so amazing.
0: You know how you could get his son, Don Jr., to run? Oh,
2: God. You don't really want Donald Trump Jr. to run, do you? No, I want
0: I – want, uh, there's plenty of people I'd be happy with, at least now. Uh, Ron DeSantis, Christy Noem, Tom Cotton. I love the idea of Josh Hawley because he's the leading voice against the, the big tech bullies, and that's very, very important. Now, the big tech bullies won this election. They're going to be more powerful than ever. They're going to take away more of my followers than ever. They're going to censor – people like me Ordinary. but but we're coming for you in four years so it'll be fun and just think of uh, if trump is supportive of that guy and he wa- and he encourages his people now it's a big if maybe he'll be jealous and he won't want to uh hold rallies in support of josh Hawley. but he if he does that's a big factor i mean <clears throat> those were you know those were Important those those rallies, they helped rally, you know, rally the base. And if he gets those going again in support of a guy like you know Josh Hawley or Ron DeSantis, it'll be big. It'll be one. It'll be fun too. It'll be wild. Yeah,
2: I just don't think that I mean the big thing about Trump this year is he actually, I mean, it sounds crazy to say, but he had the most diverse coalition of any Republican in modern times. He got sixteen percent of the black vote, uh, the Latino vote was at thirty-five percent for him. I mean, we know these stories. I don't think that somebody like Josh Hawley, just a guess, is able to replicate that kind of coalition, in which case the Republican would be in trouble. Trump may be the best bet in 2024, actually, Jerry. Yep. You know,
0: again, it it was fun while it lasted, but
2: the idea of- Are you going to go to his rallies, his post-election rallies? Because you know that's his plan. I mean, that's that's all it's going to be. I would have gone,
0: if I were in DC, I would have gone during the day. But once the Antifa animals come out at night, I'm, I want no part of it, not because I wouldn't want to beat up. I mean, I think I, I've seen a lot of the mugshots. Even at my advanced age, I think I could take about five of them at once. They're all these skinny, scummy, drugged out losers, but they got nothing to lose. So they'll club you over the head with a bat and not think twice. Plus, they don't ever face any consequences because the ultra liberal mayors of these cities, including D.C. with Mayor Bowser, don't hold them accountable. They don't even want them arrested. Because they're on their side, so they, as long as they're Biden supporters, they can destroy restaurants and beat up. So all you're ladies. looking,
2: you're looking to fight. You're looking for some Antifa guys. Yes. To, to part, yeah, okay. I mean, if
0: you just squared off and fought, I like the MAGA people's chances. The truckers, the the proud boys against the poor Antifa. boys. The poor boys. I like, I like our chances, but.
3: Cheryl in, uh, Cheryl, in the comment section on Facebook Live, says uh, Candace Owens, 2024. Going to run on that, uh, on oh, that men shouldn't wear dresses platform that she's into. I think that's a good point.
0: Uh, we don't have to get into that today. We can do it next time about the wussification of, of the American male, and that's her latest tirade. But how about this tick ticket? Tucker Carlson, Candace Owen, Carlson, oh. Owen. I, I looked it up. She's just going to be old enough. I think she's going to be 35. Um, and that would be so wild. They're so good on their feet. They're so articulate. They're such good debaters. They would imagine Tucker Carlson debating like an 82 year old Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, I don't think well, Biden's going to run. Hopefully not. I hope not. He's not even going to last a year, Alex. We're looking at President Kamala. And, uh, there you go. I would love to see Candace Owen debate Kamala too. She would eat, I mean, Mike Pence chewed her up and spit her out. It would not be pretty for your girl. But uh, anyway, Reamer, I will uh, let you go. You look like you're ready to go back to bed. Are you? Uh, I'm not tired? going
2: back to bed. No, I'm not tired. No, I'm, I'm so thinking about that fly that was on Mike Pence's forehead and wondering if it's gone.
0: Are you working on some big uh, story? Because, uh, you know, I always uh, read your sub stack.
2: Thank you. Yes, the sub stack. I may have a few COVID related sub stacks this week. about
0: Thanksgiving, okay, and whatnot. find a family with a special needs kid who's just living through hell and write about them. And say, attention, Charlie Baker, attention, Gretchen Whitmer, and Andrew Cuomo. This is the kind of human carnage we're talking about. This is this is a real victim of your insane lockdowns. All right, do that for me. I'm on it, Jerry. All right, thanks. That is Alex Reamer from uh, from everywhere with his Alex Reamer Substack. You can follow him on Twitter and keep up the date on all the things he's working on. But uh, all right. Uh, thanks to uh, DCU and uh, Shake Concrete, and especially to Allied Paving, the greatest paving company in, in America. Um, and uh, thanks to everybody for uh, listening and subscribing and watching on Facebook Live. I get a lot of comments every time Alex is here. They Thank you. The they I know, I know. And I love them. The and I love them. Uh, anything else, uh, Colinane? What did I miss? Uh, uh,
3: shout out to the state of Massachusetts, who's uh, who was probably the most normal in the Pornhub search. Uh, did you see this? The no. Pornhub search. Uh, what do we have? So <laughs> Massachusetts searched college on Pornhub the most uh, recently, and other the other states were into some weird shit, man. What's the weirdest? Uh, let's see. Uh, I get well. Navajo Navajo is from Arizona, obviously. Foot job, New York, uh, POV, Short Minnesota. Job? Foot job, yes, that's probably that's, a, uh,
0: that's Hunter Biden. That's yeah. a Hunter Biden search.
3: Louisiana searches Popeyes, so they're consistent there in Louisiana. Popeyes sure. porn. Huh? Florida searches Trump on Pornhub, so they're they're into the cool Trump stuff on there. Yeah. So that's nice. That's Jerry. Wow,
0: well, I think uh, I think we're gonna we're not through with Hunter Biden. though. No. he's gonna be he's gonna be trouble for the Biden administration because he can't help himself. You know, we're gonna be seeing more videos once you know once. They get through the election, and once we find out what's really on that laptop, it's going to be wild. But you know, we need some some youth and some virility in that administration. I think we're going to get it from Hunter. But all right, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Popeyes, Trump on Pornhub? What yeah, yeah.
3: Pop, pop searches on Pornhub. That's a huge study out there, Jerry. Well, get Trump and Popeyes. Nation right porn.
0: Chicken,
2: porn. chicken sandwich porn. place? Yes, it's chicken place.
3: Yeah. Yes, and uh, uh, chicken place in- on kansas searches chubby the most on pornhub so they're into the they're into the chubby talk and the chubsters yes, yes. yeah
1: well
0: hi hi i'm jerry callahan this is the callahan podcast and we will talk to you again
1: tomorrow why am i stopping you, no one else stops i don't i can i go
0: home the jerry callahan podcast